Welcome to another edition of the Indie Wrestling Guide, your guide to the best and worst in independent wrestling, proudly brought to you by the Mysterious Benefactor. I'm Jayhawk. I'm joined, as always, by Jay Gold. Yo. The beautiful and talented Marky. Hi. And home office himself, Charlie Butter. Hey, so um, before we get started tonight, I want to take a minute. Um one of your fellow zebras passed away over the weekend and uh, he was on the show uh, one time and uh, he was a big fan of the show. So I want to take a moment and uh, remember uh, Sean Patrick O'Brien and uh, you know, uh, really hope uh, we can uh, do our best to kind of get through this episode. Um, We're going to, obviously put some links up i know there's uh like a gofundme for uh to help with his funeral expenses that kind of stuff to help with the family and his daughter and everything so uh, if you could uh keep his uh family and his daughter in your prayers uh if you're into that sort of thing um i had to had to compose myself there i can show him a good dude i've this, this sucks it really does uh, honestly, I, I heard we were we were at the uh the gcw show on friday night and that news was coming down and and that you could just feel it through the entire uh, wrestling community, you know, what was going on. And, and um, yeah, my, my thoughts are with his family at this time. And, and I know the wrestling community is pretty tight, so I know they're going to do right by him. And uh, I'm sure, you know, we'll all get together. Everyone will band together and, and help his family out. So. Yeah. And it was real, it was real kind of well, like he was posting on a Twitter Thursday night and then by Friday night, he's gone. I did it that quick. Go. So. Yeah. It's very tragic. All right, well, let's try to uh, lighten up the mood here a little bit. Uh, before I get in, before we get into what everybody did this weekend, I know Mark, you got really excited about the new Tekken trailer that dropped this weekend. Go, yo, King looks so fucking sick. It does. It really does. <laughs> He's saw... doing some nutty shit. <laughs> I saw some crazy trailers or something, and I was thinking of you when I saw it on Twitter, and I went to go retweet it to you, and then I saw you already were the one who retweeted it. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, damn it, she beat me to it. At least you caught it. I would have still sent it to her and been like, oh, my bad. (laughs) I, You know what? I've been like keeping – if it comes to video games, I need to make sure I see that Marcy didn't already beat me to it. Most of the time, she already has. So, that, that, that that king character did like a like a like a version of a gliding cutter. I'm like, why isn't anybody actually doing the kind of wrestling show? Like, what fucking kick, dude? He so, fucking does a fucking power bomb into a lung blower, and then catches them for another power bomb. <laughs> you could do, do that. I I would make you do, a bet. <laughs> he could do fucking grabs in the middle of a combo. This is gonna be so fucking dirty. I could see it happening if you had a kid like Yoya or Starboy Charlie, and they would. Those are the kind of guys that you could you could definitely see, or Vikingo figuring out how to get that done. A lung blower into something else. The guy bounces high enough where you get him. You could definitely see it. 
he does the pedigree, but it's like the old one. It's almost like that one that Triple H did to that jobber where he like dropped him on his head. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> now I really need to see King versus Zangief. That needs to happen somehow because that and just that's it just, did. Did Tekken, it? Street Fighter Cross Tekken. That game kind of sucks, but. Oh, that game sucked. That's a disappointment. I want to see it these new okay, versions. Okay. It doesn't. They're... It doesn't. It didn't suck. They just didn't really. It wasn't really balanced, and they had some patches to fix it. But yeah, it was kind of a mess when it first came out. Marcy gets very excited. The video game stuff is uh, is right up her alley right here. You've been waiting yeah. for that trailer to drop for ages. Also, shout out to Rufal Monger on Twitter for he had those banger tweets about King. He he did the um transcripts transcribed the uh, Scott Steiner math promo, and then someone actually turned that into a video. <laughs> That was great. <laughs> and there was also was the there was also the other one where it's the picture of Zangief doing the body slam and then King doing the uh, pedigree, and he just goes, "Zangief is a safe worker, holds the back of the foe's head, ensuring proper flat back bump, no risk of botch or accident. Boys in the back love him. King, dangerous worker who risks his opponents. Laws, he- <laughs> laws, head and neck not protected. Neck break possible. Do not book for your shows." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty smart. I that's like that. Fantastic. <laughs> well, I, I, I honestly, but to the wrestling, as I said before, I was at uh, GCW on Friday night, and if you wanna, if you wanna be outraged, first of all, I'm gonna say it. I don't normally like GCW. Great show, great fucking show. Here is the only trade-off, um, Butters. I was with Lewis that night for you, and and we went out for Brazilian food, and it was really good. It was eighteen dollars a drink. That's oh not even a God. joke. It's not even hyperbole. 18 bucks per liquor drink. I got a Diet Coke for four and a half dollars, four dollars fifty cents, four and a half. Uh, and then and then the, the liquor was 18 bucks. Can wow. you believe that shit? And we thought $18 for a burger was too much. Yeah. I mean, we went to this Brazilian place where they they cut it up and put it on your plate and then they weigh it. So that was like 20 bucks, which wasn't terrible. And then you go in and two drinks already doubled your dinner price for two drinks. So um, but the show itself, fantastic. I got to see the time splitters in person and that was awesome. I didn't realize how I, I didn't realize I've never seen them like together before, um, in person. And that was a really cool, uh, uh, moment. And then Sawyer wreck, I got to see live and that was awesome. I did not get to get a picture with her. However, I did get a picture with IW guide favorite, uh, Alex price, uh, him and I were sitting in the uh, hallway together and I got a, a great pick and some time to talk to him. He's a great dude. Um, and then to, to bring it back for the weekend, I went to Creative Pro last night and I got to meet another IW Guide favorite, Sazzy Boatwright. And Sazzy fucking rules. There is nobody more humble and delightful to talk to. And I go to them, I go, I, I would love a T-shirt. But uh, at first I said, are they playing your music tonight? And they said, no, um, they wouldn't let me. And I went, yeah, I don't think that's really good for a family show. Like I was saying. And Sazzy goes, well, I have it on my T-shirt. And they got a shirt that says, fuck your mom on it. And I go, well, I can't can't bring that home. Yes. That's incredible. You have to have one. I should have gotten one for for all three, all four of us. And I just, I chickened out. And I was like, I can't bring that home. And Sazzy's like, I understand. And they gave Harper a button. And Harper was in love with Becca and with Sazzy. And two new, a new fan for two wrestlers, completely different styles of wrestlers. And Harper is in love with the both of them. I got a, a scrunchie from Becca, a pin from Sazzy, and the whole show itself. Uh, CPA wrote a really nice eight by ten for her, and uh, uh, it was a great weekend of wrestling. I have to say, very positive all around. The whole weekend was positive. So 
If you're going to do wrestling, like I'm jealous you guys are going on Friday, but super, super positive for the weekend. I got to I got to get that Zazzy shirt. I got to rock that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize that they had merch. I had no idea. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of glad you didn't get me one. That would have been a hard one to explain to the wife. It says it like in a circle, like around the shirt, like "fuck your mom," and I'm like, oh, yes, oh, I, yes. I, I, I'd rock that everywhere. Yeah, of course. Why not? I mean, the only place I can't wear it is in, you know, at home with Harper to look at. But I think Harper understands. She's been to enough wrestling shows where she uh, hears enough of the cursing and whatnot. But I have, ne- I honestly, I tweeted, I've never seen a child so devastated. They announced May 13th. And I'm like, we can't go. It's your grandma's 75th birthday. And she just turned on her grandma at that moment. She was <laughs> like, she's like, are you kidding me? Can't we move it? I'm missing all the fun. I was like, God bless you, child. You're me now. Welcome. Welcome in. <laughs> you're in, you're in, and you'll be one of us forever. So it was, it, it just, I think that was her coming out right there. Grandma's going to want to be in bed by 530. You want to, you want to have, take her to lunch. That no, grandma screwed us last free. year too. Last year was in the same place, same weekend. It was uh, Hook and Statlander, and we missed them. And then this weekend that's coming up is MJF. Ooh. I know. Brutal. But I'm thinking MJF, it's going to cost a fortune to get a picture or whatever with them. Got to be 100 bucks. Got to be. Hard to tell. So, yeah. So enough of my rambling. I was very joyous. It was a very joyous wrestling weekend for me. I got a lot of cool pictures, and uh, it, it, it was good stuff. You took care of Friday and Sunday wrestling. I took care of Saturday wrestling and worked the AFWA show in Dalton, Ohio, the autism awareness show. My first time working for AFWA and they threw me in the main event, mm. which was cool. I got to work with event. Eric Redbeard. You're a Hall of Famer. Yeah. I got to work with Eric Redbeard, who's a super nice dude, by the way. Really, really down to earth. I did not get to talk to Barry Horowitz. He was there, but he never came to locker room. He stayed at the birch table like the entire time. Did Redbeard have a spy there? He did not. <laughs> If Red Beer would have had a fighter, I probably would have been like, you know what? The other guy can ref that match. That's cool. What did you, what was the main event that you ref? It was Eric Redbeard, the Beef Man, and Big Ticket Marcus Scott in a triple threat. Three big dudes just beating the crap out of each other for however long that match was. The Beast Man, is that the one who looks like Artie MacArthur? No. With like who wears the. No. Oh. Inter- interestingly, <laughs> enough, interesting, <laughs> interestingly enough, the guy called the Beast Man is the only guy at wearing actual wrestling gear, which is kind of weird. But oh, he doesn't look like a beast. Okay, <laughs> yeah, he, I, like like he could, he could big he could big dude like he wear he has like the fur on an outfit, but he's wearing like an actual wrestling singlet. He's just got the fur around it, and he carries like the the bone like the Moon Dog have. And instead of speaking English, he speaks like gibberish when he's taunting the crowd and stuff. But like he played the part well, but he, like he's wearing wrestling gear. We didn't see him in that mall battle royal, did we? Don't think so. Oh, there's so many characters like Artie MacArthur out there. I get confused sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but but Eric Redbeard just dressed up like in the air in the Eric Rowan gimmick, and Big Ticket Marcus Scott is dressed to like I don't want to say like Fred from Scooby Doo, but what the colors did match. But he had the act got in the whole shot. So oh, nice. Oh, it was, it was, a, it was a fun time though. A big crowd. I don't know what the dollar amount was that they raised for the yeah, autism awareness, but they they raised a good bit of money. So. Was that the only match you refed? No, I no. There were there were seven matches, including a battle royal. I did the battle royal and and like two other besides the main event. Any other names there that we would know? Eric Redbeard and Barry Harwick would probably be it, honestly. From a does Barry Harwick charge for photos? I <laughs> I like I said, he stayed at a gimmick table the entire time. I didn't talk to him. I didn't see him. I have no clue. Man, that's that's a, that's sh- a pick I'm, I want. I'm sh- I'm sh- I'm sure he did, but I couldn't tell you pricing or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely a pick I want. That's something that I, that's one of the only 
remainders of like the eighties relics that I really need a picture with. Oh, another member of the tribe. You got to get a picture with. That's him right. That's right. Speaking of members of the tribe, did you, did you talk to Bick at all on Friday? Yes, <laughs> I, I did. That's the thing. It was me and Bagelmonger and we we're at the bar. Everybody knows Bagelmonger at the GCW shows. Andrew is like a, uh, Andrew's like a VIP and Lewis and everybody gives hugs to each other. And then I see Bix walk by and he just stops and him and Andrew are talking because I guess Andrew's driven him to some shows and such. He's a very awkward individual. Um, I, I didn't have much to say to him. He was kind of, he looked like when he got out of his seat, he looked very like, uh, I don't know what to do in this, in this world. Like, what do I do in this world when I get out of my seat? Um, so, you know, I don't have any fun stories about him just watching him wander to the restroom is about it <laughs> to be to be fair i have that thought every second of my life <laughs> uh mars you're not you're nowhere you're much more confident you're nowhere near as weird as, as seeing bix wander around and everybody goes yo what's up bix and he just he has his mask on so like the n95 so you like you can't see any re- like facial reaction or anything. you just see his eyes get really big he's just kind of like ah! you know like it's it is what it is <laughs> so but that card, honestly, Masha won the title and her parents were in the front row and oh, Gage cool. was beating the crap out of her in front of her parents. And her parents are like grizzled, former Russian block, you know, like immigrants. So like that didn't flinch her mom at all. And her mom's like this tiny little lady and she's getting punched in the face. And you see her mom just go like this. If it, I know we don't have a visual on it. She just goes like this, thumbs down to Gage. She doesn't even say anything. She just gives him a thumbs down in his face while he's gouging her daughter's eyes out in front of her. It's amazing. But it was a good night. That match was great. I think it was time for Gage to drop that belt. And uh, he looked bad. He looked slow. Uh, he looked kind of uh, bewildered. It was it was an odd match for him. I know that we've talked about it in other places before, but uh, I don't know. I think that's just, this might be the last uh, the last big main event run for Gage. Yeah, I was like, I even mentioned like to you, I was like, oh, I wonder who he's going to lose to. And then he lost to Masha. I was like, oh, okay, cool. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. It's, Nobody it's, could believe it. Nobody could a, believe it's it. It's a cool thing to do. I mean, she's like, she, honestly, and, and Andrew is saying it to me too. She, when she goes, she goes full speed and there's no, you know, she's so sure of herself. And if anybody can carry herself and carry that belt against a lot of that talent, she's going to have a, a feud with, uh, uh, what's his name? Blake. Uh, what's his face? Blake Christian. Yeah. Blake Christian. So it's going to go. I mean, if, if anybody can have a good feud, those two can do it. He's, He's a really good bad guy. Everybody hates him. It's good to know that Jocelyn has a win over Masha. So, you know, Jocelyn yes. is better than the GCW world champion right now. And unlike another woman who won a major men's title, uh, people actually like her. Who? <laughs> I'm losing it. Who was it? So help me. <laughs> Butters, help me. Um, Impact Wrestling. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, you know, she, she, she didn't say anything racist, so no, nobody watches impact except for young Ed. <laughs> Let's be fair. Here. I watch it. I, I like Joe. Hendry. Oh, that's right. Josh <laughs> watches it because yeah, yeah, of course. I believe Josh. in Joe Hendry. Yes, because I believe in Joe Hendry. And then, oh, and, and then at the creative pro show, uh, Jay George was beating up Brian Myers. So he brings Brian Myers family is always there his two daughters and his wife. And he brings them over to the he brings Brian Myers over. He's beating up Brian Myers. And Brian Myers turns it around and his girls, one is like five and one is like three. They run over and they just start slapping him, chopping his chest. And then his wife gets up and smacks the daylights out of him. It was it was a very fun moment in that place because it's a very family oriented show. And uh, and that was that was really good. 
uh, worth the, worth the price to see little kids chopping Jay George. Let's talk about what's on. What's on, what's on this weekend? weekend? Over on the IWTV kind of thing, a number of shows this weekend, of course, directly open every Thursday, 8 o'clock at normal. John Henderson can present a show on Friday night at 8 o'clock called Packing By. A couple of uh, Pro Wrestling Magic and Limitless have shows on Saturday. Uh, but Sunday looks to be the big day on IWTV. Uh, Northern Federation of Wrestling has a show called Wolf Totem at 2 o'clock Eastern. Beyond Wrestling at 3 o'clock Eastern on Sunday has the show they're calling Test of Time. The main event for the Independent Wrestling Tag Team Championship, the Champions Miracle Generation defending against Bob the Red. Joey Janela against Bobby Orlando is on that card. Tracy Williams against Fancy Ryan Clancy. Willow Nightingale and Rex Wallach against Ted Goods and LMK, among others, on that card. And also on Sunday, Prestige Wrestling coming to the East Coast, making their Asbury Park, New Jersey debut with a show called Hybrid Moment at 7 o'clock Eastern Time. And this is a great lineup top to bottom here. Alex Shelley defending the Prestige Championship against Alan Angel. Josh Alexander against Speedball Mike Bailey. Minoru Kuzuki against Robert Martyr, Killer Kelly against Masha Klamovich, Jordan Oliver against Alec Prey, Mandrick against Akira, Koniko against Trey Lamar, and the Brick City Boys get shot through the heart. Now that, that, that's just a loaded lineup for Prestige. It's a great, it's a great card. Honestly, if I can make that drive down, and it's really not that terrible, but I just, I don't think I can get down there. I would love to see that show. Okay. Over on the Fight Plus side of thing, of course, Friday at 7.30, three of us will be in the building. I'm sure... Jay Gold will be watching on fight. Yep. Oh, yeah. I was, I'll put out the uh, tweet along, uh, tweeting it tomorrow. AIW present 216. We're going to preview that show in depth here in a, in a couple of minutes. A uh, couple of big shows on Saturday as well. Uh, IWC presenting their show 22. It is their 22nd anniversary show. That's a, uh, a lot going on there. Bill Collier defending Tito Orich, uh, defending the title against Tito Orich. I gave my, my prediction there. We're trying to do that. Bill Collier defending the IWC World Heavyweight Championship against Tito Orich in the main event. Kicking in the building. Cole Carter defends the Super Indy Championship against JTG. Much more with that one. Derek Dillinger has a match. <laughs> yeah, Duncan K against two on what I'm looking at, at least. I'm sure it's been announced. I'm not going to. Yeah, it's somewhere on, on the, the Bird app. Hopefully, it's a lot more entertaining than the last one. <laughs> And Black Label Pro also has their sh- big show this weekend called Observe This Brother. Name is named as such because you're going to see the tag team of Tom Lawler and Brian Alvarez on that card. Oh boy! Uh, so young young Ned's going to be watching that one for sure. You got to your boy Brian Alvarez. Uh, you've also got uh, Brian Pillman Jr. against Mander, Alec Frank against Carlos Romo, Guy Blue against Cole, Cole Radrick. So Adam Van will be watching that show, I'm sure. Much more on that one. So that's a look at what you're going to see on various streaming sites this weekend. So let's do a quick uh, little uh, rundown of what we're going to see uh, on uh, Friday from AIW real quick. I know uh, most people watch or listen to Wrestling Cheers. They they obviously are going to do their, their super-duper in-depth uh, run-through of everything uh, along with their picks, the whole nine yards. Uh, we're not going to do that here. We're just going to run through, talk about each match for a second, uh, anything that sticks out specifically to us. So obviously, right off the rip, Dominic Greeny versus Timothy Thatcher. Uh, that's going to be, you know, a big reason to be ringside and uh, to watch that match. I'm well, so excited f- for that match. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm so jealous you guys get to see that live. I can only imagine that 
in that venue in that the in that vibe it's going to be nuts in all honesty i would I was 50 50 on even on going to the show, just trying to save some money, trying to keep some wear and tear on the car. But I have to be, I have to be for the match. That's just too good not to be live. Yeah. Uh, also, we got uh, Wes Barkley against Tom Lawler. Yeah. I'm going to throw this out there knowing Brian Alvarez going to be in Crown Point on Saturday. I would not be shocked to see Brian Alvarez run in on Friday. I don't want really? to see it. I don't want to see it. Brian Alvarez at AIW? Hmm. Yeah, I don't want to see it. I don't necessarily think it's going to happen, but it would not surprise me if it happened. Well, if it's with more Hilljack and the swampy uh, interactions. In, in all honesty, like that interaction at the last show is like it, why I'm thinking that Brian Alvarez might do it. They clearly did that to troll Alvarez. You might as well go all in and bring Alvarez in and do something. That's my, that's my thinking. Be, that's my thinking behind it. Again, I'm that's me thinking out loud. I don't actually think Thorne's going to do it. If it, if it happens, I'm going to pop big for it, especially if Hilljack and Swampy get involved with it. I'll, I'm here for it if it happens. Hilljack and Swampy. <laughs> yeah, we got uh, Shaw Mason against PB Smooth. That's Shaw's big opportunity right there. You know he wants that one. Let's hope uh, Let's hope they get a good match out of each other. Uh, big that, rematch. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the first match was good. Ended in a little bit of controversy. So I'm curious how this one's going to end out. Yeah. Uh, Jocelyn Navarro against Steph Delands. Steph Delander. Delander. I don't know. It's got a Z at the end. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. um she she was at the GCW show sitting in the front row for like the first four matches, and everyone's like, "What the hell is she doing sitting in the front row?" Like normally when they do those dumb run-ins, they put them in there just for the match. Mm-hmm. And she actually went through four matches, and then uh, Cardona comes in, and she's his like heavy in in Australia, mm-hmm. so she interfered in that match. So you may get her also kind of a double shot where she may interfere with, uh, with Cardona's fatal four way or whatever later on too. Uh, we also have uh career versus uh, a future cage match. When PME goes up against Josh prohibition and Matt cross with Josh uh, prohibitions career on the line. That's intriguing because that could honestly go either way. Like you and more like assume with career on the line that euthanasia is going to end up winning it. But you know that Prohibition's only got so many matches left in them anyway. And let's be honest, like what the third time these two teams have met each other at this point? Mm-hmm. Do we root? Uh, is a fourth match going to be necessary? I'm yeah. curious. How, I'm curious where they go with it. I mean, they can go either way with it and make sense. Right. So is it going to be a tag team cage match, or does is Josh Prohibition getting a one on one with either member of PME in a cage I don't, match? I think it's going to be a tag team cage match. Okay. At, at the at the uh, Akron show. Yes, the show I'm going to be at. I get to see a cage. Yes. If if he wins. Yeah. If he wins. Maybe they'll uh, do the whole show in a cage. Wouldn't that be awesome? Like a war game no, style. No, and no, everyone no. in a cage. No, we, I've, I've, we're I've over worked those down. shows that are all. I've worked those shows that are all cage matches. They are not as much fun to work. As they appear to be watching on what would impact that their lockdown shit. Damn. And honestly, <laughs> the impact doing the lockdown shit. Not usually that good either. But no, no, you're right. All right. I'm getting um, a little greedy. <laughs> Bitcoin boys against a uh, mystery team that will be uh, the winner of a four-way that's going to be on the pre-show that you will not be able to see, Josh. Yeah, but mark my word, it's going to be members only. That's what I think, too. I think it's going to be IW Guide favorites, members only. And I, I think uh, I think Stan from Burlington will be very happy. One of his favorites, Malcolm, will be in a <laughs> title match. I, yeah, I think it's going to be members only. I think this is going to lead to a, hopefully, I would love a long feud between these two teams. Yeah, it's time. It's time to, to kind of flip it over a little bit, the tag division. 
They had uh, some interactions around last year for Absolution. So, yeah, this is a full-on feud. No doubt. Uh, we have an intense title six-way uh, scramble, which technically all the names haven't been announced. But if you go to fight, all the names are announced there. But I'm not going to yeah. get into it. Uh, oh, why did you do that? <laughs> All we hey, know. I don't know. <laughs> if, you, if you go to if you go to fight TV, climb up ah. the names are there, but because it had not been announced publicly, like of the recording, we're not going to announce get public. We're not going to beat AIW uh, to the punch. Other than other than Chase Oliver, who's the only person that's been announced, and that was just announced recently, like within the last couple hours. Ooh. Yeah, I will say I will say looking at these names that fight hacking up though. If all these names are accurate, they're gonna fucking rule. Yeah, that's fucking gonna... yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yes. And then yes. your main event, uh, which, which was originally scheduled to be a triple threat, which was going to be fucking killer and has now become a fatal four way. Thanks to uh, the one and only Bill Alfonso. You got Josh Bishop, the reigning and defending absolute champion against Isaiah Broner, Matt Cardona and Matt Justice. Yeah, that's going to be bonkers. That match was going to be insane with just the three guys. Now you're adding Justice to the mix, and who knows what the fuck in that building for Justice the you could fall off of. And We're back in Cleveland, baby. Yeah. And W216 <laughs> and X-Pac will be in the building. I, I am thinking that Steph Delander gets involved for Cardona, and then Fonzie does something nuts. I think this is a kind of show where Fonzie is going to do his Fonzie shit, and he may even cut his head open or his face or something. It's going to be nuts. Okay, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna Kate, if you're going to be in the building on either Friday for IW or Friday for IWT, do yourself a favor, do that Sean Waltman meet and greet. Sean Waltman is a great freaking dude, great meet and greet. All right. Uh well that's uh our in depth, so to speak, uh preview. Let's jump into uh our review this week. The weekly review. So we had a little bit of a change in plan based on availability. Uh, we're pivoting a little bit, and we're doing the 880 wrestling show Pittsburgh versus Cleveland that took place on March 10th, aired, uh, aired live on Twitch, and was up next day on YouTube. Yeah, selfishly, I was glad that we picked this one because this is kind of like full circling when we did 880 before, and we got to see how the next round plays out after the after that uh, as that story is going with Pittsburgh and Cleveland. So. It was I was super pumped to see that on and and get ready to roll with that. Yeah, I kind of figured this would be a good um, outro because for the next one, two, three, four, five, six weeks, we got more interviews planned. So uh, we're going to be switching back over and uh, we'll be be upset. Dan's got that phone call ready to go already, I think. I uh, see. I had to cut the phone calls together, so I kind of got a little preview, and I think he's going to be all right with it. We'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll find. We'll find out. We'll, we'll find out when we get to the voicemail a little bit later on. But uh, so I figured we would do this to kind of wrap that up. Uh, obviously, when we go back to uh, our reviews, um, in the in April probably, uh, we'll be definitely for sure doing. Uh, enjoys the rites of spring, which uh, Marcy and I were at. So uh, we'll we'll jump back to them, and then we'll maybe we'll go down to Texas and do a show from Texas because uh, we haven't oh, done yeah. them in a while. So I think we've we've discussed we have a few ideas for some companies we want to check out. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. So for this particular show, Marcus Man and joining Tade Tondera on commentary, and Tondera was 
fine at a solo last time out, but it did definitely better with Mark and Man, in my opinion. For sure. Very good. Yeah, they were very good. Very good on commentary. I could listen to them. They they were they were they were very good. It just it just was very enjoyable. Well, Marcus Mann's been in that Pittsburgh scene forever, so he know he knows anybody any, that anybody that ever comes through that scene, and he was and he was well knowledgeable about the Cleveland crew as well when we got to those matches. So, you know, it was they were nice having him in there, but and it helps that there's a veteran guy out there to help Tondera out as well. Absolutely. We get the opening spiel from the ring announcer. It is interrupted by the 880 wrestling champion David Lawless Esquire, accompanied by Frank Deville. And it's funny we were talking about the hat last week. David Lawless is wearing a fedora with safari flaps in the back. <laughs> what a I, dork! <laughs> he's grown on me so much since I seen him in uh in Enjoy. I love that dude. I love him. I bet he has dice in his gear too. <laughs> it's too ashamed to show anybody. Yeah. So David Lawless basically says that Ted Fenton are going to be contested under a- under ABC, which means anybody but Cowpoke. So Cowboy Paul is not going to get a rematch anytime soon. And the issue can open challenge. And the open challenge for the 880 championship is anchored by Dak Preacher. And let me tell you, if you want to get over with the crowd, just give him some beers. Yeah. That's that, that any, that any crowd. You give me a beer, I'm going to cheer for you, even if I think you're a peak of shit. But. So, Gen- genius level move. Yeah. D- Dax looks like what I would look like as a wrestler, but with smaller tits. <laughs> uh, I was, as I watched him, I'm like, that's literally my body with just slightly smaller boobs. I was like, my God, that's what I would look like in a pair of tights. And it's not pretty. Um, you know, like against he, him, I mean, he, he somehow kept them up and there was no crack showing the whole damn time. I couldn't fucking believe it. Uh, his lower had, body was great. It looked, his, his lower body was in shape. And as far as the match went, the match was really fucking good for being one of his first matches. Like he was a student. And they said it was like a debut. He fucking great. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There was nothing wrong with the match at all. I fucking loved every time uh, Dax slammed Lawless, the screams Lawless would let out. It yeah. tickled me every single time. He, uh, Lawless is awesome. He's awesome. I'm, he's growing on me like like I'm, I'm starting to really latch on to that, too. Preacher got one of the best nicknames ever, too. Blue Collar Beef. I freaking love that. Yeah, but yeah, but it's a nice, simple structure to the match. Yeah, and yeah, everything, everything is basic. Everything makes sense. Uh, finish it. Finish it. Technically botched. It's a. I said it was a little funky. Yeah. Uh. Well, Lala kept a sliding cutter. Supposed to be the pin, but Preacher's shoulder come up just a little bit by complete accident. And the referee Rogi, who apparently did one of her first shows as well. Does the right thing. She stopped the count. Lawler kind of pissed. Lawler kind of pissed that the count would stop. It's like the shoulder came up. But if you also listen to commentary, they did a great job covering it, saying that that was just like reaction, and he didn't have anything left. So then yeah. when it went back down, that was it. Like it was just a instinct thing. But he really wasn't. There was nothing behind it. So covered perfectly. I think yeah. there's a couple awkward moments in the beginning with like him getting punched and then they like they didn't do anything and then they like kind of went for a spot off the ropes so there was like a, a segment where it was kind of like you're not doing anything to him you could punch him do anything right now and you kind of just standing there staring at each other uh, yeah. but overall i think the match went great um i definitely want to see more uh of both guys i thought it was it was a fun it was a fun time it kept my attention it was good stuff and little yeah, things no like doubt. that 
little things like that will come over time. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Like I said, like we, we always talked about like last time grading on a curve. We really don't have to, because like these guys are just like the AIW kids are very polished to come in. So they're going to have their awkward moments, but it's not going to be so blatantly bad that you just want to bang your head off the wall when you're watching it. So, which is why I think this Cleveland Pittsburgh thing works so well. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As you know, uh, steel sharpens steel. So it's great. Yep. Okay, match number two, we've got Jack Sheridan and Iron Mike Bonner taking on Nick Wilde and a mystery partner who turned out to be Billy Dickson. Purple favorite. Rain, Purple <laughs> Rain. Uh, props to Dickson be that a great fucking entrance music. For sure. Um, so before we let Jay Gold go on a, a rant about how much he no. hates no. Billy Dixon and he no. personally attacks Billy Dixon and Billy Dixon no. ha- has the feels the need to respond to us on Twitter. Uh, let me just say that uh, Iron Mike Bron- uh, Iron Mike Bonner, I fucking loved in this match, and I think he is really the star of these tag matches that we've seen. I really enjoyed the stuff that he did. His spear was great, and I think he has a really good look. I think he is somebody to keep an eye on. That was such a sick spear. Yeah, I've not, got all that. I've got all that in my notes as well. Bonner looked like a future star. Absolutely, he, he does look like a million bucks too. Yeah, he does. And the other dude, I for, I keep forgetting his name. The guy in the dress pants. Um, yeah, Jack Sheridan. Yeah, I like him very much. Um, I will say this: I had no problems with the match. It was what it was. I, give, I like give me CPA uh, versus Jack Sheridan, please. Yes, I yes. would take that any day. Um, I had no problems with the match. Again, there's no person. There's no personal vendetta. Thank you, Butters. Um, <laughs> I honestly, it is what it is. You know, I, I said what I said, and there's nothing else I could say about it. Um, but yeah, no problems with tonight's match. It, was, it is what it was. I, I wanna, I, go ahead. I have in my notes that uh, Nick's Wilds, the body glitter is tactical because if you try to put him in a headlock or anything, you're just going to get glitter all over you. So props to them for that. Yeah, there was a lot of glitter. And I noticed on the face when the lights would hit the right way, I went, there's glitter there. Like that's the only time I like kind of I couldn't figure it out because I was watching on my iPad. Tactical so, glitter. I I liked the idea of the 3D for the finish. However, I've never seen the team hit a good 3D except for the Dudleys. Nobody, I've nobody, not uh, FTR. Nobody can hit a good fucking uh, 3D except for the Dudleys. The way the Dudleys always got that perfect air and that perfect timing for it every single fucking time. Nobody can do that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. it was still fine. It still it looked more devastating because it wasn't as like pretty. So right. I mean, it, that's you know what's what, funny when you say that you're. I didn't even think of that. You're a hundred percent right. Nobody hits that move right. Nobody. Nobody. Kind of like kind of like nobody hit the DDT like Jake the Snake Robert never did. No. Nope. It's I mean, one of those things. And, and like you, it's a tag team move. So you would think there'd be some guys who just naturally can get that cutter in at the end, you know, with 3D. There's nobody who does it better or if they even get the cutter in, they don't, if they get the cutter in, they don't get the, the height on the um, yeah. on the other end uh, coming off the ropes. If they yeah. if they get the height on it, they don't ever connect properly with the cutter. It never lines up properly, except for when the fucking Dudley's did it somehow they hit it perfectly every fucking time and nobody else has been able to just hit that in sync perfectly that I've seen. If I'm wrong, show me some, some uh, gifts on uh, Twitter folks. Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. happily admit I'm wrong. If you show me some, some gifts of somebody hitting, you know, it perfectly. You, you know what? You're right. If, if you get the height, it just ends up looking like a flapjack almost. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't look like the 3d. Um, and if you get the cutter, the guy's kind of like falling on his face. Cause he doesn't mm-hmm. get enough height. Wow. Good point tonight. 
So, yeah, no. uh, but I, th- I still thought, like I said, it still looked devastating with them hitting it. And I was really happy uh, that they got the win. Um, so I don't know if the story is going to continue after this, but I'm kind of hoping they might do some more. Yeah, yeah I, this is another I, fun match. Yeah, I will. Okay. I think this was the perfect structure for this kind of match. Mm-hmm. Uh, like like I said last time we had, we talked about a Billy Dickin match. A guy is over. He had a pregnant a charisma to work with the crowd. He's over. He seems like a generally good dude. I like seeing generally good people do generally good things. Here it it it's perfect. It, they do some double team early. His partner take up most of the punishment. He get the hot tag, get the pop, does a couple things, get the fit. We go to the finish. I thought that was perfectly done. It was a, it was a nice little speech at the end. Yeah. MV, yeah. uh, let us know about your weight room or whatever. Uh, yes, please. Whoa, 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 Marcy. Calm it down. Calm it down for a second. We're being Hulk. Come here, Marcy. I mean, just want to show here's it. What, here's what I I'm mean, saying. I'm here's what I'm saying. The show, these, <laughs> the, the 880 shows are on Fridays. I want to go to one. I would like to go, go and, and, and see one. So we got to get the gang together. We got to get JB. We got to get you, Marcy, me, and Jayhawk. And we'll all go down on a Friday night. And we'll check out an 880 show. And maybe before that, we'll go check out MV's weight room so that you can, I don't know, whatever you need to do there. We'll make content. It's for, it's for the, it's for the, YouTube. I'm not invited. <laughs> if, if you uh, can make the trip, but we if, have a hard enough time. I don't understand. What's happening here? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not a hard enough time. I live in New York. I just was wondering if we're going to make this big trip down to, M- I want to see MV Young's gym. You literally did for three months. You were coming to Cleveland on Friday night, and then yesterday, I, I, like, oh, I, I can't know. go to Cleveland now. Listen, Sorry, guys. this is this is what happens. This life kind of gets in the way. I can't help it. So we'll just include you in this conversation, Josh, just knowing that you won't be there. But you can. We'll pretend Son that you'll be there. We'll, all we'll do is we'll zoom you when we're doing it. <laughs> right. You're gonna be like <laughs> you're gonna be it. like Tony face, Schiavone face going. You're gonna be like Tony Schiavone going to anything Conrad Tompkins invite him to ever. You're just not gonna show up. <laughs> That's the move. <laughs> All right, what do we got next? Can we talk about wrestling, please? I feel bad <laughs> enough as it is. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about wrestling. Up next, Gianni, Michael, and Rico with Frank DeVille taking on Cowpoke Paul. And the most uh, over person in uh, uh, in 880 wrestling uh, is Cowpoke Paul. My God, that man now, is over. The now, what did you guys him. think of uh, Market Man comparing? He compared Paul to a young Marion Fontaine. I see it for sure. Oh yeah, I think they're completely. I don't know. I think they're completely different styles of of wrestling. I don't know if I think it's the same. I think Marion Fontaine captures that uh, that old wrestling feel, even when he wasn't, you know, doing old wrestling. I don't know if Cowpoke is the same. Cowpoke Paul is the king of Dottie Block, and uh, there's there's nothing else to really say about that, other than the finish of this match really pissed me off because he absolutely had the win. He gets on top of him. And is punching him while the man's shoulders are down. No counts happen. Then he goes to the top rope. There's some interference. Shit happens. Boom. Now he's now he lost the match. So I, I can I can explain why there was no count when he when he was uh, had had the shoulders down. Okay. Close fists. Close fists. Close fists are technically illegal. I got it. Some <laughs> company don't enforce it, but technically close fists are illegal. Okay. But Listen, you can't get anyway, a pin, you can't to, get a to me, just, an to me just personally, like the guy was out after after all that and he was out and he could have went for the pin. So like to me, the story was he was so like focused on getting revenge on him that he didn't care about the pin. And then he got his ass. He got caught because he he obviously, you know, he countered the interference. Then he got caught hit with the move pinned. 
So that, I mean, it, it cost him right there because he was in a blind rage, but uh, I, it's still just, uh, I was kind of bummed about that. Like, I felt like it was, I hope that's the story they were going with. And it wasn't just like uh, an error in the story, but because that's what I kind of just connected the dots myself in my head. So I'm hoping that's what they were going for. Well, uh, if it wasn't, it is now. Well, it is yeah. now, yeah. We're, 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 we're recon that canon now. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say this, by the way, and this is a very controversial statement from the Cleveland versus Pittsburgh side, but I am all in on the dangerous Knights. Love them. You love them? Love them. It doesn't surprise me I'm that, you're, on that group. Yeah, they're uh, you're a gavel fan. So like, I, I feel like Jay Gold's going to get himself a gavel shirt for sure. I might. I actually, there's no reason not to. I, I, that dude is a, is fun. I like that dangerous Knights. I like the used to be a piece of shit. And I love, I love all of that. I love their you little know? bits that they, they took from, uh, I think you should leave because it, it works so perfectly. Like he wore the fucking fedora with the, there's the flaps in the back. And I was just sitting there laughing to myself, thinking about that whole sketch. And I'm just <laughs> like, man, I was like, I want to say all this shit on the podcast. And I really hope he listens and, and knows that like, I get the reference. I fucking love it. I love him for that reference. And I will absolutely play along with that. Uh, and I love that they always tell, yeah, they say his buddies, uh, used to be a piece of shit. It's um, great. Cause he, uh, he used to, you know, have his hair combed back. So it's good stuff. And every yeah, time I, I comment, every time I commentary, it's always the response of still or used yeah, to be, used to be, <laughs> you know, what, what I liked about this match is Kovo pulled up a two pay, two pay quick in the first couple of minutes with the first dive of the show, three match again, got a dive meant something. Thank God. Somebody quit getting it. I think that was just happenstance. I don't think that was actually, you know, probably planned, but still. I, if it, if it, 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 it can and now. <laughs> yeah, I'm giving, I'm giving MV, I'm getting MV Young some credit for booking the show. Oh, saying, we're, yeah. we're just, we're just giving him, we're, we're making all the stuff canon, all the, all the good things we love. No, it's canon. MV's going to approve it. It's fine. We go, we Until go he to gets us in his weight room and he smashes our heads with weights. <laughs> and then, you know, we go to Ooh. intermission from there, which is not edited off of the stream. <laughs> wholesome. Well, fine. Marcy, wholesome. Well, this is, I think, because this is also just the live stream, because this yeah. also had the chat on there. Yeah. So it makes sense why it's there. Yeah. This wasn't yeah. like the edited, like, pro version that Envy might put up eventually. This was like a very much a live because even the audio was low. The the commentary audio was low. And then the commercials were super fucking loud. So at least come, for me. Come, all I could think of was Jayhawk, because last time we watched 880, you go, there was an intermission and they thankfully edited out. And this time, they ran the whole intermission. <laughs> I, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't bother me either way, but honestly, I can fast forward past the intermission. I can let it play and look up some shit on the internet. Like, I don't care either way. So this was live for me. So like uh, when I watched it live because uh, Derek hit me up and was like, hey, make sure you watch. So I was watching it live and I was playing 2K22 because, uh, you know, I'm cheap. I don't have 23 yet. And uh, I was watching it while I was playing and stuff like that. So this was like a really fun show to watch while I was playing it, playing uh we come back from the intermission. They start to do the draw, the raffle drawing on the live stream. Then they kill the audio for it. Like, why didn't we just keep the intermission going for another thirty seconds? Can avoid that. Uh, you know, that's what it is. Technical difficulties. We'll just say that. But we have the we come back with a Dick Perkins scramble match. Vic Vike, Hendrick Hawkin, Gabriel Kai, the unwatching Tatiana, Gay Garcia, and Brohemoth. Brohemoth, one of my favorite indie wrestling names ever, and it's a generally so good money. dude. It's he so money. He could generally good dude too. I've heard, I've worked show with him. I love the dude. What's the uh, what's the nickname that they gave him too? I really like the nickname they had for him. Fuck, what was it? Oh, I didn't write it down. I honestly couldn't tell you. Um, shit. 
<laughs> We're it'll on come the ball to come, tonight. Yeah, it'll come to somebody. Yeah, and uh, they, they had a really cool nickname for him. Uh, the guy that surprised me the most out of this. Let, let's see if you can guess who was the person that surprised me out of this. Uh, if you're thinking, if you're thinking along the line of what I'm thinking, I'm saying Gabriel Kai and they're two reasons for it. One, they kind of mentioned he's one of the elite experience guys in the match, and two, he was trained by Billy Dixon. By the way, that is before we come come off that like a personal attack. No, that's not a knock on Billy Dixon. Some people are better trainers than they are workers. That's just that happens. Mm-hmm. Jay Gold, would you like to take a guess at why? Who is my favorite out of this match? Um, Vic Vice. He I love Vic tossed. Vice, and he got he got fucking murdered. <laughs> oh, yeah, he did. He, he, got, did. he got murdered with that fucking choke slam. I yeah, felt yeah. so bad for him. Oh, my God. But it wasn't him. It was not him. Uh, this is my first time seeing this person wrestle. Um, so I'm going to say only two names left with that being the case. I'll, I'll guess uh, Zay, uh, Garcia. It was Gabriel Kai I was thinking of. He did look like the most polished person out there. I will say that. He looked like a giant, mean, angry Samoan. It was the best. Yeah, they were comparing him to a Samu, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Marcus Mann compared him to Samu. Yeah, the Pittsburgh yeah. legend. Yeah, it kind of looked like the most polished person out there to me. Uh, like, if, if you would have told me he was the most experienced guy in the match and not Prohemoth, I would have believed you. Yeah, he had some really great spots. Like, he he was, I really enjoyed uh, every time he was in the ring doing stuff. Like, I was really impressed with him. Oh, he they was did, they fucking did a lot of everyone out. Yeah, they did a lot of big man, uh, you know, spots, lots of them during that match. Love to see it. I'd like to see him go up against uh, the the man that is the certified certified big boy shit, uh, Sam Hardway Holloway. Uh, I'd like That's to see right. that match. Yeah, now I will I will say here I thought this match was a little too long. This this went fifteen seventeen. They probably could have cut it to ten. I think it would have it would have been better curved. I think given the number of matches on here, and even though I know the last one was long, considering there's only two matches on the second half, I get it. This did feel super long, though. Like, I, I scrambles need to be quick in and out 10 minutes or less. This did feel I mean, a little too long. I mean, you're, I mean, you're looking at it here. Out of the six people in this match, Rahima's the only one that got more than about three years of experience. There's there too many inexperienced people going this length of time, and I think, I think that hurt the match. I think they could have condensed it down to about eight to 10 minutes. Everybody would look better on it. I also did like in this uh, when uh, Hendrix Hawkins uh, and Vic Vice were facing off against Tatiana, and then she basically was like going, like t- taking care of both of them, and then they ended up hitting each other. It was a really good sequence yeah. there. That was yeah. really solid. Yeah. Tatiana impl- get the win. That implant DDT she got the win with was really sick too. Yeah. And from there we have our main event. The reason we were watching the show four on four elimination match. Team Cleveland of Derek Dillinger. Cam Hardway Holloway and member Golney, aka the Twenty Seven Club, taking on Team Pittsburgh <laughs> of taking on it. Team Pittsburgh of MV Young, Brandon King James, Kiki War, and Reek Hay. No introduction. They just start fighting. Referee calls for the bell. They don't bother reading the bell. It never rings. No one cares. It matches fucking great. It's pure chaos. I love it. They're everywhere in the we- uh, in the middle of that sea of humanity uh, to start this match. Everywhere they end up in the bathroom. Um, it was Derek. I'm trying to remember who Derek fought into the bathroom. But they and didn't show the bathroom. The door just closed. Well, what's funny about it, too, <laughs> is like how Sam Holloway goes towards the bathroom door. And he like knocks on it. Right. <laughs> and then he oh. takes a dude up it's the steps. Very he's respect- fighting. Yeah. Very respectful of them. Holloway and King James fought out of the building at one point. Yeah, there, there was 13 minutes before they, they anything, re- anything resembling a tag team match. 
Yeah, they just beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. And what about that fucking balcony dive? Oh, gee. And shot perfectly, so you don't see the balcony, so he just comes out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that was fan. That was fantastic. I like I like Sam Sam a lot. Big Sam out there, just like big boy and people, and just doing all sorts of crazy shit. And I I, I like that the four of them together members only is a bit of a wild card. They can work a larger style, mm-hmm. but they could also kind of move around. You know, they're very athletic. And then you got Derek, who could just beat the shit out of everybody. It's great. Uh, I will get there. Okay, we got about 20 minutes into this, and it, it had been a bit tag match for a couple of minutes, and then was breaking down, and they're all fighting on the floor again. At the 20 minute mark, I'm like, you know what? Call the Kendo contest and bring them back under like War Game or something. I would have been <laughs> yeah, perfectly I, happy with that at that point. It was just chaos. Yeah. And if I do have one grip about this match, it, once they started with the elimination, they were coming really damn quick. I thought they could have slowed that down a little bit. Well, I think they ran up against time when they, they fought too much outside and they had to really get back to the point uh, for that finish. Although I kind of like that, too, because like they, they've brawled for 20 minutes plus. So you just had a 20 minute brawl. Now you're going to you're going to hit with moves. You're going to you're going to you're going to eat that pin real quick. So it's that it made sense to me. I mean, uh, it's canon now, Jared. It's canon. Okay? Well, whatever. <laughs> well, it, it is canon because we saw it. It literally happened. <laughs> I think we're all losing the plot on what canon means. <laughs> well, you lost the plot on what wholesome means, so. <laughs> no, Marcy's very wholesome. I'm very wholesome. Very. I mean, she has multiple holes, but that's not what that means. Oh, my God. <laughs> what is? It's a never mind. We're still talking about wrestling, right? Yes. <laughs> I think we I think I got lost there for a minute. You really you think, old. He got in me. He got in Marky. Your neck. So I'm just throwing that out right. there. If you th- if you Bring think about it, I don't have to. Get, I don't have to get. I don't have to get Jay Gold. Uh, that's what Stan does. I don't have to. <laughs> well, I, I was gonna say, if you think about it, everyone's technically wholesome. Sure. Uh, yep. Okay. Let's, All right, Jared. Uh, let's. Uh, you got the eliminations here. You want to run? I I do actually. Here uh, we got. Uh, Camp Malcolm Cambridge eliminating King James in 2110. Hickey War pitting uh, Calvin G. Lewick with a ripcord knee at the 2250 mark. Derek pitting War with a Death Valley driver at 2425. Young pinning Holloway with a knee at 2601. And we get the rare double pin. Cambridge hit Green Cave with a German suplex. Both men are pinned at 2810. I like that. I did too, as a matter of fact. And then we're down to the team captain, MV Young and Derek Dillinger. And they have a nice little five-minute match here. They got a bunch of uh, fall finishing. Oh, they they beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, that, that was what I was going to say, too. I forgot to mention. MV during this match, there are times when he grabs certain guys from uh, from the 27 club, and he is swinging for the fences. Like, he looks like he's so angry and just, like, wanting Pittsburgh, you know, wants the Cleveland guys out of there. He was laying in some super big shots. It was amazing. Oh, when he was envy. when he was swinging around that door, that was fucking wild. Yeah, yeah, I, I love watching him. He's he's really he's he's growing on me as well. It's like just a, he's a, he's a top tier talent. Because I believe that specific spot it was I think it was Malcolm that was that swung at him. And he just like swats it out of his hands. It's big boy shit, man. Oh, fun little ending sequence here. MV Young going for the shotgun drop kick. Derek pulled referee Brad Mitchell into it. Come Mitchell down. We get the second referee, uh, Rogi, coming out. Young go for a pin. Members only come out from the back, break up the pin. Then Rogi goes down. 
Derek grabbed the crutch. He's going to hit MV Young with it, but David Lawless, GME, and DeVille all come out for the cave. Lawless comes out and says, yeah, he, he respects MV Young. And the match is not going to end like this because, and I quote, if anybody is going to fuck MV Young, it's going to be me, end quote. He, he attacked MV Young, followed around by GME. Derek gets the pin. Thanks to the going to fourth referee hand down for the counts at 33 minutes and 30 seconds. So the only issue I have with this finish, I the finish that I thought up in like 1998 for an EFED I was running, and I called WWE, WWE do it like three weeks later, which convinced me that Vince Gruca was like buying on EFED for ideas. I didn't see the goddamn finish again for 25 years, and I've seen it twice in three weeks in the same fucking market. <laughs> <laughs> I like that finish. I, I like love the, the I like dangerous the finish too. I like the finish too. It's just the fact that we caught we just caught with the IWC show, and now like two weeks later, they're doing it. They're doing it here, and like the New Kensington and the Lincolnites are only like twenty minutes apart, twenty miles apart. I mean, to I be fair, it. they're not promotions that are associated with each other. No, but there is some of the same talent on there, and they're close enough to each other that there might be some of the same fans. Uh, everyone was having a good time. I don't think they cared. Okay, I, I love, I love, I love the finish. It's just, I, I'm just laughing at the fact that I didn't see the finish for 25 years and all the connect you twice within like three weeks of each other. After well, the match, Young gets up and challenges Enrico to a new Ken death match for their next show on April 28th. What does that mean? I'm going to assume it's just a death match, but they're calling it New Ken because it's New Ken in Pennsylvania. Ah, okay. I, I, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll hear more if we get closer to it. But, but that's my, that's my assumption since they didn't like specify any rules or anything like that. Well, look, at the end of the day, Cleveland won. Suck it, Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, fuck Team you and your fuck I Ohio chant. Yeah, 27 although, club. Although, MV, you're still a giant hunk. He, yeah, he, he has not lost his hunksmanship. He is still he's still the hunk we like. And, of course, we're all going to give it a giant thumbs up. Oh, yeah, way absolutely. big thumbs up. Yeah, I, I love this show. Look, two, just, about, just under two and a half hours, and it flew by. These shows the way, are a that, blast. They're, like, yes, I, I was going to say... You have opened my eyes to to some, this wrestling is great wrestling. I wish more people would see this. Like I said last show, th- these shows are like paced perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, it's great they're, wrestling. They're a fun time. Like you know, usually shows can be like a real chore to watch. Like last week, this week was just like such a breeze. Like even though I yep. I watched it live, watched it again while I uh, was working overtime, and uh, so I just I tossed it on and stuff while I was I was working and just. Still was a, f- a fun time watching it a second time. So it was good stuff. Absolutely. You guys think of what I'm thinking? I think it's time for voicemail. It's time for voicemail time, baby. Hello. No one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. All right. Up first, uh, friend of the show, Zach. Hey, the indie wrestling guy, Zach here. Uh, so this week is the, is the roast of Charlie Butters. So here's the thing. Here's the thing about Charlie Butters. He's always like, Oh, look at me. I'm so tall. I'm taller than all the other wrestlers. Oh, you're 5'10? Gross. What's it like being short? Oh, look at me. I'm so supportive of all my friends. I'm such a good guy. I'm so encouraging. Like, <laughs> calm down, Charlie Butters. Calm down. I get it. You're tall. We all know. I'm not. It's fine. I'm average. Always average. But that being said, 
Charlie Butters is the best. <laughs> and uh, I always appreciate how supportive, and he's always a great um, person to talk to uh, about anything. So I think I can say what everyone says, which is we all love Charlie Butters. That's right. Now, with that niceness out of the way, Not here's my question that. for y'all for this week. So I work on the Internet, and one of the benefits of that is I get to see a lot of people's email addresses. And every now and again, you come across some, like, classics, right? It'll be like like Sarah's Hot Mom at AOL425.com, you know? So my question is this. What do you think the Macho Man's email address was, like, in, like, 95? Like, what was his AOL email address? So something to think about. <laughs> All right, y'all. Have a good week. Talk to you later. Bye. Oh, it's definitely uh, Slim Jim Lover at AOL.com. <laughs> I thought it was a little more professional. It was R Poffo at, at AOL. I think it was, uh, oh, yeah, but it's spelled with like seven O's, eight H's, <laughs> a bunch of a Y, a bunch of E's, a bunch of A's, and a bunch more H's at AOL.com. That's what I went with. I'm thinking first name macho, last name man at AOL.com. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do want to say real quick, Nick. You don't understand what a roast is. Now, you're not supposed to be nice to the guy you're roasting at the feet. No, you're perfect. nice at the end. You're supposed to murder him, and then you say something nice to end it. That's yeah, definitely yeah, you, a roast. You can't, you can't be, you can't be nice to him and then be nice to him. Not to feed the purpose. Look, I think Zach is just wrestling with some like height issues, but it's all right. You're a short king. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you, you, you need to, you need to say things like on a bright day, Charlie Butterhead can blind you, and then go into the night nice stuff. <laughs> Fair, fair. I, Zach is just a nice boy, so he he doesn't like to be mean. He really so. is. He's a Zach delightful a young man. Yeah. All right. Uh, up next is the other JB. Hey, Indie Wrestling Guide. It's the other JB here. Uh, sorry that I seem to have been MIA on all of my podcast call-ins. I'm going to try to get this in before y'all uh, record tonight. So, um, complaints with butters. Um, I've got a handful of things that I could do. Um but I think um, the one thing I will start with is that um, movies are just too long. Um, <laughs> 90 minutes, that's what it needs to be. That's baseline. Anything over that, it has to be, like, something super special. But really, that's hard to approve. Um, but also with movies, I really hate that we are uh, feeling the effects of uh, Deadpool. Um, nothing is as funny as you think it is. You are not as clever as you think you are. You're just an asshole. Um, and you can clink click hyperlinks on reddit um i need people to do better um because it is just annoying okay bye i think wait was jb talking about butters no i think he was talking about he just like had complaints and it was like complaints with butters instead of complaining about oh. me. i might have i might have pro- poorly explained it to them that's that's on me <laughs> i was just gonna say that doesn't sound correct to me but okay yeah, <laughs> nice, i think jb nice was guilted was jb guilted into calling parse I didn't guilt anyone. <laughs> I just okay. sent a nice reminder to my sweetheart. Yeah, yeah. To JB, to JB point about movie need to kind of top out at 90 minutes. I would agree with that if I'm looking for the fact that I got to get through 45 minutes of fucking trailer and commercial before the movie starts. Oh, I want to actually watch for more fucking movie than trailer. Hmm. They're apt. They're dead on about this, by the way. A lot of long movies. Get out of here. When's well, that, John Wick. John that, Wick is three hours long, by the way. And I'm going on Thursday night. When Zach, get too long. When Zack Snyder's like, oh, I'm going to make the Justice League four hours. Fuck off. 
Fuck off, okay? <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember going on a first date with a girl to see fucking Titanic, and that movie was long as shit too. I mean, there there is too, such a thing at too long. I I think uh, like Wakanda Forever was three hours. That was way too long. Um, but I think John Wick. Supposedly, there's like a thirty minute action scene in in the middle of the movie. So who knows? I'll let you know on Friday what I think. But uh, I, I'm okay with it if it's something that's going to hold my attention. Yeah, I, I think I think ninety and and a lot of kids are too short. But when you get past about two hours or so, that's when I start kind of tapping out. So they're, yeah, they're, no they're doubt. In a sweet spot. No doubt. All right, and uh, it is uh, purple button time. Here purple is belt time. purple belt time. <laughs> I Here. think that's 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 what's gonna be called from now on. <laughs> yep. Here is uh, the man Stan from Burlington. Hi, it's me, <clears throat> Stan. From Burlington. I don't know if you remember me. Hey. <clears throat> Are you guys ready for a new segment? Yeah. It's called Purple Belt Time. Meow, 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 meow. Yeah. <laughs> Every week I can do a small part that talks about every reason I had over the last week to yank my Dom Garini keychain. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> okay. Here goes. Reason one. Jay Gold. Yeah. <laughs> Most times he was talking. Right? <laughs> Reason two. March Madness. I don't like the term madness. I've heard people whisper it at times about me. It makes me sad. Why can't we call it March Excitement? It's so much more uplifting. Reason three. Charlie! Uh, yay! That wasn't very nice again, what you said to Jayhawk last week at the 9 minute 55 second mark of the show. <laughs> you can't keep doing that. It makes all the listeners uncomfortable, especially me. I'm lucky. I still have a carotid artery in my thigh after that. <laughs> yeah, I am. He's almost, it almost got sliced off. I don't think he had the time you stamp. keep doing that to Jayhawk, I'm going to start another segment that is, Hey, Charlie! Who'd you bang this week? <laughs> yeah, I will. I'll do it. So now that we're done with the new segment, let's get down to brass tacks. Guys, frankly, I think we need to go back to the interview shows. Yeah, I do. You should have Dom Garini on. You guys were too negative lately. Charlie was absolutely breaking kayfabe on the Royal Rumble style match that ICW did. And Jay Gold kept talking about maintaining some sort of mystery. I mean, the real mystery is how Jay Gold keeps his chair on his program. <laughs> right, Marcy? So maybe you guys were at a crossroad. Jay Gold kept talking about how big the main event was. I mean, if there was ever a tailor-made, put your penis away, Jay Gold moment, that was it. <laughs> but that's okay. It's too hard to take this into wrestling. For me, too. I've been broadening my horizons. I've started taking continuing A classes at the local community college in Burlington. Yeah, I have. You guys have seen how much I love art. I recited a long poem on the show, and I even sang a few weeks ago. These classes are helping me express myself. I'm doing pictures, portraits. I've been painting my favorite wrestler, Don Garini, in his everyday life. Yeah, I have. I may have paid someone with a telescopic lens to look into Don's house. Yeah, maybe I did. I'm painting images of him in his most vulnerable moments. <laughs> I'm also drawing Malcolm Cambridge. Those are naughty. And mostly how I like to picture him during celebratory moments. 
Yeah, I'm doing that. But guys, I've also been taking more writing classes. And one of them is for poetry. Yeah, we're doing haikus. We are. I wrote a few haikus about the show after I listened last week. I'm not sure you guys understood what I was inferring, so I'll do it through poetry. Okay, here it goes. Hey, Charlie, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Right. Josh. Murderer. Okay, that looks like... <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, my God. <laughs> Master of subtlety. <laughs> wait wait a minute <laughs> what kind of classes are these what? <laughs> that was a beautiful haiku sad <laughs> that was beautiful and very telling I, I don't know what kind of class that was also oh dumb because you were a guest on the show you get a complimentary uh, restraining order so you might want to take advantage of that that makes two. <laughs> him him doing naughty paintings of Malcolm Cambridge. <laughs> I don't know if Malcolm's gonna want to come on in a couple weeks if he's gotta he's gonna be getting harassed uh, by he's Stan. Have to answer to Stan. Oh my. <sighs> well, I guess uh it's that time. Plugs. <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and wrap and wrap things up. Marky, what do you got to plug? You can find me on Twitter or Twitch. Instagram and OnlyFans at Fanboy, boy spelled B-O-I. Check out my other podcast, X Over. We just dropped our episode reviewing Fatal Fury 2, The New Battle. Uh, next week, we have a very fun episode planned. I'm excited to do it with uh, Young Ed from Hayabusi, a wrestling-adjacent podcast, talking about uh, we're going to be talking wrestling Twitter, changing it up a little bit. And speaking of my X Over co-host, this weekend, we will be streaming Resident Evil 4 Remake all weekend, pretty much. I'm so excited for that game. Right, you can follow me on Twitter, at RefJayhawk, Instagram at Jayhawk1539, Hive at RefJayhawk, uh, Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash RefJayhawk. I've actually dreamed seven days in a row with WWE 2K23 going through the MyRide. And when I start getting frustrated, I'm told it is very entertaining, even though I don't find it very entertaining. <laughs> Maybe you should like, get a Dom Garini purple belt keychain. Yeah, yeah. When, he, <laughs> when 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 Dan talks about yanking his, his yanking his Dom Garini keychain, I'm wondering if that can be permission for something. I I'm kidding, Dan. I'm kidding. It's not. <laughs> He's really doing it. <laughs> no, I, I I that's why I said I'm that's why I said I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, you can also find me on uh, Saturday, Real Action Pro Wrestling presenting the second annual. Uh, Eli Thomas Memorial Tag Team Tournament at the Ohio Urban Renaissance Center in Youngstown, Ohio. That's the kick o'clock bell time for that event. Follow me at Charlie underscore Butters on Twitter. And if you catch my grift has returned, we will be dropping an episode on the Wolf of Wall Street, Jordan Belfort, uh, in the near future. So keep an eye out for that. That's all I got. And please, you can find me on uh, on Twitter at, at Jiggle12 on Instagram, Jiggle12. That's my uh, a good boy spot and Twitter is my naughty boy spot. Uh, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to us and our Twitter handle, IWGuide1. Do not search out IWGuide. It is not us. Uh, our YouTube page, which Marcy has amazingly put together, we are going to be uploading some videos and some vlogs and some old episodes of the shows, so check that out. Don't forget about the merch store over at Brainbuster Tees. We have just dropped the stand from Burlington line, and it is magnificent. Uh, everybody check it out. You know, you can wear our faces on your bodies. You can wear 
purple belt on your bodies. Everyone can enjoy themselves. Check out our podcast, friends, at Oddwood Wrestling. The super fantastic podcast, the card is going to change. Wrestling cheers, X over, if you catch my griff. And Hiya Bussy, a wrestling adjacent podcast. Hiya Bussy. Hiya Bussy. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> And uh, uh, the official graphic designer of the Indie Wrestling Guide, JCP Designs, PWPonderings.com, Time Capsule Toys, Toy Ohio, Rug Toys, Big Starks Brand, Set Tab Photo, and Smoking Jay's Barbecue, the best barbecue in Ohio. That's all for me for this week. Another great show in the books. As Dr. Eggman said, I miss my wife, Tails. I miss her a lot. Later, support independent wrestling. <laughs> Bye-bye. Later, dweebs. Yeah. I pull up on niggas like Devo the bully, amigo, new dope in the needle. Ooh, this is that venom with lethal. You pussy, you feeble, you snitched on your people. Ooh, shoot your cerebral and leave you ain't evil. I just told a reaper to keep you. Ooh, the devil with Potter, the god and the mink. I'm on top, I'm that motherfucking steeple. Your rhetoric's trash, they spit on Confederate flags. You know my etiquette's bad. I don't trust bitches or crackers to carry a badge. I spaz and I bury the track. Bitch, you a fat. You were just wearing a mask. You know you sparing the facts. The bully from Kansas to Lake, I don't bury the hatchet. I carry a axe. Roll up the dope and insert the flame Sipping liquor to cur the pain With the caddy and swear to rain Never utter my words in vain He was dead to the surgeon came I can wrestle a hurricane Ain't no mercy, I murk through lanes Lit away, bitch, I merge in lanes In this bitch with the murder gang Same guns that kill Coco Bang, nigga Like a coin flip, rappers are leaving the band. Niggas ain't fucking with me, that's a fact. If you think that you are, man, you reaching this cap. I fuck a bitch on a beach and I rap. Ooh, these niggas new slave, put them in the dirt, hit your toothpaste, send a bitch bouquet. The wolves gotta eat y'all souffle. Caught a couple L's, that's cool J. Now bounce back, pouring douce. Turn up on a Tuesday, in a bitch mouth like a toothpaste. Squares won't beef, that's cute. Stay cake, kick, push like Lupe. Then I hold six folk, do straight 15 shots, front news page. It's that new wave, y'all niggas full gaze. With a two face, did two grades, twist a niggas cap like toothpaste. Her cobain with the gauge, let the two spray. Oh.